Life is full of choices and Belkin offers a variety of tech solutions that keep you connected to your world so you never miss a beat. You can check out Belkin's cables, screen protectors, and wireless charging docks to keep your smartphone ready to go at any time. There's better performance, better durability, better quality, Overall, better with Belkin. Go to Belkin.com and use the promo code weekly at checkout for a 30% discount. Okay, so obviously, uh, you and I, we had planned out uh, kind of the travel arrangements and the scheduling kind of got crazy. So I'm sitting in Japan right now, which is which is cool. Like, there's not, obviously nothing wrong with being in Japan. You were at the actual Pixel event, and I have... I have to admit, there were a lot of people there. All of you guys were there, so I had a little bit of FOMO. I want to know kind of how you would characterize how the Pixel event went, having sat in that hour-long thing. Front row seats. Google's really nice with us. Like, I have to say, like, we had a really good sector to capture everything, grabbed a lot of video. I wanted to do a vlog, but uh, uh, we, we're under certain limitations as to what we can cover until the final review period. Mm. And so, therefore, I was like, all right, fine, never mind. Let's just enjoy the process. And we had a great time. Um, here's the thing. Like, the event was like, boom, 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 more, more, more. And yet, not enough detail as to what you usually... Like, I think that they breezed through Pixel so quickly that I didn't... Like, I, I wasn't excited about it by the presentation. Like other companies will do they will literally make it about the phone because the phone is the biggest product yeah and yet no i think that i was more taken away by the presentation of the camera uh the presenter which i actually met at the pixel 3 event when he showed as night sight for the first time like two months before it was actually ready to be launched uh the presenter did a great job up until he's like telephoto better than wide angle and i'm like <laughs> yeah well we're gonna get into we're gonna i'm i'm, I'm like you were the chosen one <laughs> well we're gonna get into the phone in just a bit especially since i have a couple of ad breaks for this one so we're gonna go ahead and leave that off for a little bit later that's obviously the marquee thing we're gonna talk about but google did announce quite a few other things as well so for the first half of this episode i want to react to some of those other products did you get a chance with the pixel buds no. Oh, no, they were prototypes. You couldn't touch them. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I mean, they were they were just visual prototypes. You couldn't touch them. You couldn't do anything. Oh, because I thought I saw some videos on YouTube of some people like kind of trying them out. But you could try them out. You could put them on, but there was no audio. Oh, that's what it was. Well, okay. Um, I mean, I'm using a truly wireless here, but now, and I remember that my old Android Authority review of the pic the original Pixel Buds was one of my favorite reviews I ever did. Because I personally, I feel like the only person who actually liked those things. You were the only person, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> like the design could have been better, obviously. There, there obviously could have been some changes to the way they fit and all of that. But I loved how it proved that Google Assistant could be more than hold the home button. And all of that, I, I loved that stuff. I don't know what your thoughts were on the Pixel Buds and how they I, are now. I do, and I and I use them now on the Bose. I use them on the Sony's. By the way, I went to a Sony event after, and the and the giveaway bag that they gave us was another pair of the Mark Threes, the earbuds, and I'm like, yes, all right, nice, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so we have the so instead of the braided cable with the weird loop that goes into your ear, these are true wireless earbuds and they actually look a little bit like these jaybird vistas if i can real quickly just yeah because no, those they, actually they, these um 
wingtips there on these now. On yeah, those no, I, I like their design. I like the case. Like, the case doesn't look too bulky. I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just <laughs> announced something, and then it's spring 2020. I'm like, my God. Yeah, exactly. Um, and to that end. Oh, you know, this is so This is so Microsoft. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's spring and not December. Isn't that what Microsoft said mostly? Oh, my God. The f- the end of 2020. I was like, what? WTF? Yeah. Like, seriously? I'm, I'm personally really excited for them. I, I'm all about Truly Wireless Earbuds. I, I, I have way too many of them at this point. Uh, as a matter of mm-hmm. fact, my channel is probably, my personal channel, that is, is probably going to pivot to a lot of Truly Wireless Earbud uh, reviews soon because there's just so many coming on. Now is the time to check them out. I mean, yeah. Amazon, uh, the, is it, did they call it Echo Buds? Is that what they called it? Um, Echo Buds, yeah. Yeah, so the Echo Buds, the Surface Buds, these, obviously AirPods, everyone always talks about those. Oh my god, the Surface Buds. How do you call those, like, have you seen people that use those, like, piercing, like, earrings where there's, like, this huge the circle? circle in the ear earlobe? How do you call that? Those are called gauges. <laughs> okay, the gauges. That's what we're going to call them, the Microsoft gauges. Yeah, that is how we should talk about those um okay so pixel buds is one thing um the other one was the pixel book go and oh yes mm-hmm. i i am looking forward to that review unit i love my pixel book i hated the pixel slate mm. um but i've been like really i i really wanted an update to the pixel book i don't think that this is it like if you look at the specs there are substantial differences between each SKU that you get. Like if you go for the Core M3, you get a 1080p display, you get a lot less RAM, a lot less storage. Whereas if you go for the Core i7, like the higher end, like 1300 model, that one has, I think it's like a 4K display or something like that. I think so, yeah. So here's the thing. If you want the display that you have on the Pixel Slate, you need to go for the higher end mm-hmm. Pixel Pixel Book. And so... We'll see, man. Here's the thing: if it, I'm, I'm waiting for that review unit. I'm hoping it's coming. I, so I didn't hear that there was the fingerprint scanner that you get that get on the Pixel Slate. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, so it, it's just, it's good that Google finally woke up and smelled the coffee and was like, you know what? We don't need a, a one thousand dollar Chromebook. Mm-hmm. Let's make a six hundred dollar Chromebook that people can upgrade to a thousand dollars and people will pick whatever they want. Um, I, I don't think that the Pixel Pen is going to, like the Pixel Book Pen, I don't think it's going to work with it. So I, I have a few of my concerns, but yet I don't mind because for the price tag, I think it's probably going to be good enough. We'll see. Mm. I, I, we'll see. I want, okay, so this is this is one of those questions that I that, that I always have with Pixel Books and Chromebooks and whatnot. So you said you love your Pixel Book. I think everyone pretty much panned the Pixel Slate for various <coughs> reasons. But like, yeah. what? why is it that you really like um the 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 pixel book so much like what is the use case scenario for chrome os in that sense so so the first thing is it's literally a full-blown browser Mm -hmm. that runs android apps and so like microsoft OneNote works with it which i care about Mm -hmm. it supports the pixel book pen and so for me the biggest problem with the ipad pro is if i want to prop it on my lap it's terrible like it's just it's not whereas the pixel book is so light you can flip it over, turn it into a tablet if you want. You you can flip it back and it feels like a really good laptop. And it's so crazy light and the battery life is great. And really the problem with the Pixel Slate was just the size mm-hmm. and how badly it performed on entry level specs where you didn't have those issues on the Pixel Book, though you had to pony up a lot of money for it. 
And so it's 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 it, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I I just I I like Chromebooks. I do I've really enjoyed my experience with Chromebooks. I feel that to a certain degree, if I'm not using a Mac, I don't need full blown Windows most of the time. Okay. I'm only gonna edit video on a Mac because of Final Cut Pro. That's just that's just my routine. I guess that's where and my so, hang up is because if you have one laptop for one use and then you have another laptop for another use, like I guess in my head I don't view laptops in those ways. So I keep thinking to myself, I, I want one that I can do everything on. I think I think that the Pixel Book solved my need for a more powerful tablet. I guess it's the best oh, way to say. Oh, that's a good way to put it. That, that that can that can only that can also work in my lap, and it's like mm -hmm. literally zero restrictions. That's true, Chrome OS. If you use iPad OS thirteen, you'll learn that it like you know browsers will detect it as as a as a Mac, but it doesn't totally perform like a Safari browser. Mm, okay. In in a lot of scenarios, whereas and then there's the case for Safari. Like a lot, a lot of websites are not really optimized for Safari. They're they're optimized for Chrome and for Firefox. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of cases where just having the full blown Chrome browser for me is good enough. Like, yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, indeed. Um, so as far as the design of the uh, Pixelbook Go is concerned, um, I mean the not pink. Why, six, they brought back the not pink for what for whatever reason. <laughs> for six hundred bucks, I mean, I don't think it's bad, dude. I just. I'll have to try it out. My the problem is that the demo units that they had at the hands-on, you couldn't really do much with them. Like you couldn't, you could barely touch them. You could barely, I don't know. Like there are certain people that got briefed early, which was weird because they told us that nobody was, and then eventually a lot of videos started popping up, and so I was like, all right, never mind. Yeah, no point in me rushing my video if if some people already published at the time that the event finished. So mm -hmm. you know, never mind. Um, but. Uh, I liked it. Like I'm telling you, for that price, I'm I, I like what I saw visually. It's crazy light, I'll tell you that. And I guess all I have to do is test it out and compare it to the Pixel Book and see if you're really getting because you, you remember the Surface Go, that whole concept of a smaller, more practical, uh lighter surface. Yeah. And so this is pretty much that, only it's the size of a computer. Mm. It's it's not really any smaller than the Pixel Book. It's just extremely lighter, according to them, which we'll have to prove. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I, I would like to try it out as well, especially the Android app support is probably something that I would enjoy. Um, uh, it's is it not, it's not it's not perfect yet. It's it's not. So here's the cool thing: you can window Android applications in Chrome OS. And therefore, they'll adopt the phone design. And so these are like really vertically cropped uh, apps. So like, for example, if you use Instagram, it'll crop itself vertically. Mm -hmm. If you use all these, so th that that's an advantage, or you can blow them up to take up the full screen and you'll survive, but you don't need to. And so that cropping, it feels like if you're using an Android phone snapped on your screen, pretty much. Okay. That's how it feels. That's fair. All right. So... Yeah. Uh, for our first half of it, uh, we have one more announcement. There's not a whole lot to talk about here. I guess we could just say that we're... I know that I'm excited for it. Uh, there's finally a release date for Stadia. So... Ooh, yeah. Yeah. We, I'm waiting for my kit. Oh, did, so you, you're you getting the, the controller? Oh, I ordered it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I ordered it. I haven't done that yet. I probably should, but I'm looking forward to it. After all, but the thing is, you can use Chrome browsers, and in this case, the Pixel 4, obviously, to play on Stadia, so... Yeah, I'm down. I mean, Red Dead Redemption, which is one of the main, 
which is one of the main reasons why I went for the larger pixel instead of the smaller one. Ah, uh, that's fair. Okay. I want to see what it's all about. All right, cool. All right, so I do have an ad one. Uh, so let's go ahead and pop over for a short break. Today's show is sponsored by Caseta Smart Lighting Control from Lutron Pioneers in Smart Home Technology. A lot of people think you need smart bulbs to get smart lighting, but there is a smarter way. Caseta Smart Dimmers and Switches replace the switch in your wall so that all the lights controlled by that switch will act smart. Think about all the places in your home where one switch controls multiple bulbs. Ceiling lights, chandeliers, bathrooms, and all of those. With Caseta, you'll save money by replacing the switches instead of replacing all of the bulbs. Smart bulbs are only smart, after all, while the switch is on. If someone flips it off, you can say goodbye to all of that smart control and connectivity. But Caseta switches are always smart, even if the switch is off. With Caseta dimmers, you don't need to buy smart bulbs to enjoy smart lighting, so you get the best of both worlds. Smart lighting control from an app or your voice and you also get control right at the switch. So by using the application, I have the lights in my home turning on at certain hours to make it seem like we're all home, uh, even if we might not be, especially in the evenings. But if you don't want to use the app or your voice, you could still use the switch itself or a little remote control that came with my Caseta set as well. In any case, you can get smart lighting the smart way with Caseta by Lutron Smart Switches. Learn more about Caseta at lutron.com weekly. That's lutron.com weekly. Okay, so I had I been there for the event, um, I would have experienced some of these special things that everyone was posting on IG stories. I don't know if you want to kind of give a bit of a, a word picture to our viewers and listeners as to what a little experiences Google gave you <laughs> for the Pixel 4. Oh, man. No, so, so it's just funny because... So Google has their offices in the Chelsea in the Chelsea area, right in front of the Chelsea market. Google actually owns both that building and... The Chelsea market. They own the whole thing. They they bought it a while ago. Oh wow. Which is that. which is where the YouTube studio is. And so last year they brought us to the same deck that they brought us this year. And so it's funny because it was great. You know, it was great to hang out with everybody. Watch Danny Wiggett's Winget's video, because he has like a full blown he's interviewing everybody and he's interviewing everybody within that sector. It came out really nice. And so we were there every everybody took a couple of photos and then Google comes over and they're like, we've got this big surprise for you. And I'm like, oh, man, don't tell me that, like, Sergey or Larry are going to come up here and talk to us. Because that's, that's going to be freaking awesome. And I think that that's what everybody thought or Rick were going to come over, Rick Osterlo. But no, it was the fact that Domino's Pizza starting walk, started walking in with pizzas. But what we didn't know was that the phones were in the pizza boxes. Yep. Uh, I did see those IG stories a little bit. Didn't also? Do you have your little personalized portrait that they? Uh... I do, but it's so ugly that if, <laughs> even if it's it's like it's it's in it's in the other room. And honestly, I I was about to shred it this morning. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, "Would you like the the photo to be in your wall your wallpaper?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> they did that also with the during the Google I/O for the for the. Um, during Google I.O., they did the same thing. Mm. Uh, and at least that one, I didn't look so terrible. I mean, Michael Fisher did look like somebody that could totally shoplift a place right now. Oh, but wow. Then <laughs> it was hilarious. But no, so, you know, you, you open the pizza box, and at the top of the pizza box, the phone was in. And in the bottom was, you know, your pizza. Your pizza, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which I, I didn't... I, I've been on a, such a good diet lately, and I was like, really? Like, I seriously have not eaten anything all day yesterday just because of all the food that I ate during that event on Tuesday. And so it was that, and then there there was another box which had, like, a case from Google, which I did not like. 
had this like rainbow pattern at the back. Oh, I, you know, I did see it. Isn't it like kind of clear? And then there's that pattern on the back. Yeah, oh. yeah. But I'm I'm happy that Spigen had already sent their cases over. So that's what I've been using. Nice. Uh, that's what I've been using. But here's the thing, dude. Like, I guess probably my first ex- impressions of the Pixel. <laughs> This is so New York. <laughs> I'm going to leave that and in. So That's it. funny. <laughs> and so LA. <laughs> but anyways, um, you know, this phone feels like if it needs to be out of its case. Mm-hmm. Like the whole texture of the border, which I honestly, it's been growing on me. I didn't like it originally. Um, I was like, why didn't they make this border silver with the white? It would have looked so freaking awesome i kind of like the high contrast of the black and white though but but have you seen have you seen like the iphone 11 in silver white no i have the uh oh man i have the green so i have the yeah so i have the 10 yeah but that's the 11 pro i mean the iphone 11 oh 11 uh, this one yeah i mean this one like this so the whole like matte aluminum match with like the glossy back looks really cool Mm -hmm. here you have a matte back if you pick the white one or the orange one so zero fingerprint issues this actually doesn't even look or doesn't even feel like glass the texture feels really good the sides feel really good i am not a fan of the contrast but then if you look at it from the front you do appreciate it because it literally looks all display like it, all, it looks all black yeah and so that's the only benefit that i find to the contrast other than that, I, I really want to contact Zach during everything. Just is there a way to like remove this anodization or whatever <laughs> dye this could be? Because they say it was like a paint coating. So if I oh. could remove it, I'd be a happy guy. Okay. Maybe take a little apparently bit of sandpaper the, the, to it and just see what happens. Uh, apparently, this is not anodized. So I wish there were like a liquid you could apply to it and just remove it. Mm, okay. Because this in silver would look so hot. Okay. I, I'm going to try to imagine that because I actually am in on the design. Uh, granted that I'm going to... Okay, the orange color, I'm just calling Cheetos. So the Cheetos color. <laughs> <laughs> so you you pick the orange color? Oh, no, no, no. I don't know what I'm... I don't know what's going to come my way uh, once I get home from Japan. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind getting the orange color, but I wanted to see what your thoughts... We're focusing on design, obviously. Isa, who's over here, since we're traveling together in Japan, uh, did a full six-minute video on how much she hated that orange color. And um, I wanted to know what your thoughts were on this Oso Cheetos. It's not, it's not bad. I mean, it's, it's a different approach to color. I would have liked for it to be a little toned down, but it doesn't look terrible. Mm. Like, if you go for the smaller pixel in that color, it doesn't look so bad. Okay. Like, in the larger one, because you have such a large back, like, there's just no way to hide it. Mm-hmm. But the contrast doesn't look bad. I just, I like this panda color because it's the only color that actually has all color elements, like the orange, yes. the black, the white. Everything in the, is in the panda one. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the reason why I this is the top result. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I honestly I prefer. I I'm not regretting going for the white color. Yeah. Okay. Ninety hertz screen is uh, probably what most people oh. are really into right now. Um, and- okay. So okay, let me tell you this. I've hated every single Pixel since their launch because of their screens, mm-hmm. except this one. Okay. This is a good screen. Finally. <laughs> Finally, a good display on a Pixel. Finally. Yeah. And man, dude, it's like, 
we were having this whole argument with Brandon over you can't tell 90 hertz. That's always been my opinion. We've had it since in OnePlus phones. I can't tell a difference. Um, with this one, I can. With that one. So you couldn't tell with like the the Razer phones, the gaming phones, any of those? No. Really? No. Like particularly with the Razer phone, I couldn't. Like honestly, I don't know if it was the user interface or it's just regardless of the of the 90 hertz display it was just my underwhelming res, like my underwhelming experience with the dimness of the display oh yeah i remember that it, it was just so annoying because i spend so much time in the city or i spend so much time commuting from point a to point b that the screen it, it was pointless to have the novelty of the if the games weren't able to support it it was ahead of its time and then if the screen was so dim you're out in sunlight i'm always using polarized lenses and it just became completely unusable mm -hmm. to me. Okay, that's fair. So, so honestly, for me, this is the first 90 hertz screen that I could tell you I can, I like, don't get me wrong. I love the OnePlus 17 mm -hmm. more than the OnePlus 7 Pro. I like the 17 Same. more. And yet, I don't know what it is about the screen. It just, I, they, they have this like special coding on the display that they mentioned in the specifications. Um, it feels really smooth. It like I even posted on Twitter yesterday with a Zohan quote. It's like it's silky smooth. <laughs> nice. Uh, have you played any games on it yet with that ninety hertz? No, I haven't gotten to that. Point okay, yet. I haven't gotten to. I that wonder point if yet. this is going to be a good um, combination because Google recently put out that I mean, kind of their version of Apple Arcade, and not a lot of people are talking about it. That Google Play Pass, and so I have the Google Pay Play Pass. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I got it really because there are other apps that aren't just games that support yeah. the Google Play Pass. And it was like one ninety nine a yeah. month for like, I don't know how many years. And I was like, crap, that's, that's I'm fine. One ninety nine. I'm still on the fence about Google Play Pass, though. I'm hoping that if, okay, so 90 hertz display, people are going to love that. There are other high refresh rate screens that people love for gaming and all the gaming phones. I, I really want, this is a bit of a tangent, but I just hope that Google can get some good exclusive games the way Apple did. And then we can really enjoy the, the Play Pass and the 90 hertz displays and all that stuff better. Honestly, I don't care about exclusivity. I want good existing games. Well, that's, that's what I mean, yeah. I mean, because Apple's managed to do that with indie developers, so I, I hope Google can do the same at some point. Uh, but anyway, um, we mentioned gaming a little bit. Um, some reactions to specifications. I know that, uh, I mean, there are going to be people out there who are always about the Snapdragon 855 Plus and all that, but how do you feel about the spec sheet, at least, uh, from what we know? Honestly, what I don't like is the battery size mm -hmm. and dude 64 gigabytes non-expandable mm -hmm. like and the more the most you can like for 899 like really 64 gigs for this you know 899 64 gigs is just like no mm -hmm. come on well uh, what about the but come i mean on. of course google's always about the cloud and i've had i so i did i did do a video on my channel just sort of voicing my top five concerns with the phone um and it was a proper concerns video because i don't have the phone yet um so i was just sort of it was conjecture on the uh on the event um but some people were saying it they were worried that uh, Google Photos original quality uploads are no longer free on the Pixel, and I don't know if you've seen that yet. 
Actually, I saw a message when I when I set it up, but let me. Look this might be. It. I mean, I'm not saying this would be a scoop, but you know, it's it is a to me it would be a big deal because that that was supposed to be one of the reasons why you get a pixel, a perk. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Hold on, let me look. At, let me look at it. Backup and sync. Um, upload. Uh, upload size. Hold on. It doesn't really say. Okay. I wonder, I mean, if anybody out there might know. I mean, obviously, at the time of this recording, the only people we know are Oh, YouTubers. no. Yeah, you lose oh, it. Oh, there you go. You lose it. High quality, free, unlimited storage. Original, 133 gigabytes of storage left because I have a couple of codes and stuff. Yeah. So you can't upload original photos. Wow. Anymore. So that makes the storage, your, your concern about the storage option is even more valid now. That's yeah. crazy. Why? Okay, I don't know. We don't know why this would be a change, but for for what's supposed to be the best camera, this is happening now. It's weird. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Honestly, I've used sixty four gigabyte pixels since the first one. Mm -hmm. I've never really come to a situation like with the iPhone where I'm struggling with 64 gigs of storage for so many reasons but then it, it has a lot to do with the main reasons why i don't end up using pixels for a lot more than photos and it's because their video is just not great mm -hmm. and i haven't i can't really tell you much about video quality yet until my review um but i you know honestly if if the video of this phone is good then that is going to be a problem if the video is is eh, then I'll still remain I'll still remain stuck to an iPhone for video quality. That's just the way. That's it is. fair. Um, last couple minutes for this show, at least for now. Um, so finally, we can get to the main crux of this whole thing, and that's the camera. And obviously, uh, for a lot of us, and there are arguments in many different directions that only YouTubers and quote unquote content creators care that the wide angle is not there. Um, but yeah, you mentioned at the beginning of the show that you saw a telephoto and you scoffed. <laughs> Listen, here's the problem. I don't have a problem with telephoto. I actually like doing street photography. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, here's the problem. Mainly, like Google does a lot of really good work when it comes to zooming into a subject. So you can, through software, and they've been doing it with a single lens. They, they've showed us that with a single lens, you can zoom into something and through computational photography and whatever, they're able to come up with some great photos, even zoomed in without an extra lens. You can't mimic that. You can't mimic the wide aspect of a photo. Yeah. Like if you're in New York City and you want to capture a building, you just can't. Yeah, you, with you can't fake you it. You just can't. Yeah. You just can't fake yeah. it. That's just it. There were a couple of design choices that I didn't like. The first one was that one. The second one was the dual cameras for selfies. Oh, that's right. Like, the main reason why I loved using a Pixel was because I could trust that the selfies would not make me look like a fat blob because of the crop. And so, yes, you don't get 97 degree angle. You don't get a 97 degree angle now as you did with Pixel 3. You get a 90 degree, which is pretty much what you get with any Samsung Galaxy. That was a, wasn't that 3A, right? 3A was around 90? I'm trying to remember what it was. Ah, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I'll look it up, but continue. That's a good question. I don't know. But like, 
why remove it? Like, why are you going to take it out of the equation? I mean, like, you already have this, like, huge camera bulb. Like, you've got all this, like, radar system at the top, which obviously I'll, I'll talk about more soon in my review. Um, so why not take up part of that whole huge notch at the top to, re to retain that camera. Like, it's funny because I, I didn't even, they didn't even mention that in the presentation that they got rid of it. They didn't mention any of that. When I least expected, I unboxed the phone, I'm taking my first selfie and I'm trying to zoom back and zoom back and I'm like, whoa, where's the second camera? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh God, no. Yeah. Um, from what, okay, so I'm just looking up, I just did a quick search. I mean, okay, so you said 97, 90 is not that much lower, and I think that it's still kind of wide. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me, it, it is kind of wide, but like, for example, if you're in Tokyo, uh, for, for example, when I was in Kyoto, I took advantage of that 97 degree angle. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to grab one of those shrines behind me, and I wanted to also be in the selfie, plus the dynamic range of the pixel, the photos would come out epic, dude. Okay, that's fair. But then, but then the ninety degree is—it's. I'm not saying it's bad. It's good, but it's no better than the iPhone and the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That—that's just the problem. That it's no better. Like it was better than every other phone out there. Why remove it? And so this is my biggest problem with Pixel and my opinion of the presentation. And this is before my review. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's—it's it's the reaction that I noticed for most people. Is like, what is better about this phone when compared to a Galaxy, mm -hmm. when compared to an iPhone 11, not even the Pro? When compared to an iPhone 11, you've got pretty much the same selfie hardware to a certain degree. Uh, and you have a wide on the iPhone 11 versus this. But this is, it starts, the small pixel starts at more money than the iPhone 11. It does. $100, right? $100, $100 more. And then, sure, you're getting a better display, but man, like, I can't tell you, I can't tell you that the battery life, so far, the battery life is not better than Pixel 3, it's not worse. And Pixel 3 wasn't necessarily amazing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. The 3A was not too bad, though, so I'm wondering if it... The 3A was great. Yeah. The 3A was fabulous, but the 3 was not good. <laughs> like, it was, it was like... Oh, the end of day, it's like, oh, yeah. God, We're almost there, almost there. <laughs> All right, yeah, that was Pixel 3, and so this is not any better than yeah. that. And so if, if I have a choice to go for an iPhone 11, where I'm going to get bonkers battery life, like the iPhone 11 is right now, it's like, whoa, it's like, it's so good. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that's bad about that iPhone 11 is the screen, which is not bad. It's just not not this yeah, way. it's not exceptional. You know, it's 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 Apple's usual thing of like we're not going to go nuts with it. And so, would you say that the only reason left to consider a Pixel is the camera? Okay, great. Um, I'm going to do a comparison about yeah. that. Stay tuned. Yeah, I think. And and we'll and and we'll see just how much better the camera is. Yeah, I think that. I mean, obviously. Uh, full analyses will be coming later on. These are just reactions to what we know at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, personally, I, I'm always an advocate for wide angle. And I, I preface this in my video that I have solutions for these problems. I use clip-on lenses. I use moment lenses, all those things. That's fine. But Yeah, I saw your video about that. Oh, yeah. And literally, though, it's just 
It's just weird because Google's the only company that is actively trying not to do it. And by actively, I mean they said it on stage. Like people who love wide angles sat there like, oh, that, that was some shade. Because <laughs> like, he literally said on stage, while people might think that wide angle is fun, we think telephoto is better. And we're like, oh. Wide angle, wide angle helps in so many ways. You, you've... <sighs> Like, for example, right now, you do get a crop if you want to take a portrait shot, where in the past you didn't need it mm -hmm. because it was all computational. Like, if you want to take a portrait of anybody, it zooms in and it crops in. And so you don't need that with a wide angle. You can create that composite with a wide angle. You can come up with better uh, video uh, you know, stabilization. And I'm not saying that the Pixel's video stabilization is bad. It's actually state-of-the-art. It's great. But you have more versatility with the wide angle. And so here's the thing. What holds you back from getting a OnePlus 7T and installing the Pixel camera app, mm. sideload it, and yeah. just get a 7T, you save yourself $200, you get double the storage, you get two gigs more RAM, you get really good battery life because that's one thing the 7T gets right. You get the 90 hertz refresh at OLED, you get less less uh that's actually gonna be a really good comparison, actually. <laughs> stay tuned for that as well you then. know what yeah, yeah stay tuned for that it's just <laughs> and just but obviously i'd have to you like i'll have to tell you this much like i just did a comparison with 11 for the one plus 7t the camera was good but mm -hmm. no like the iphone just just obliterates it um in so many ways like primary video was fine but then it was so oversaturated and i'm like guys i have to be honest with you like i know that you're gonna like the saturation in the oneplus video but i was there like i could tell you the flowers did not look that red or that purple it didn't look this gloomy like so many things like the sand in my feet was not that dark mm -hmm. yeah and so it's really hard for me to just sit here and and justify and tell you that the 70 was better no and so going back to the case of the pixel that's another thing. I, I, I really want to point out one thing that I just discovered yesterday over a video from Renee Ritchie, which I was never expecting because it was not mentioned. I thought it was just basic logic. Mm -hmm. Dude, you can unlock this phone without, without your eyes open. Oh. Exactly. Huh. I mean, you were, we're, already, exactly. we're already losing fingerprint reader, exactly. which most people didn't okay, realize. So, but yeah. All right. Locked right now. Okay. I'm gonna close I'm gonna I'm gonna close my eyes and I already felt the vibration. It's unlocked. Wow. Hmm. What up, man? <laughs> That's gonna be yeah. You can you, you can fix it with a software update though, so I'm not gonna hold it against yeah. them. But that's not a good place they to can, start can, if yeah. This is not a good place to start. Yes. That's like one of the key features of Face ID, which you can disable. You can disable if you want, but I, I even believe OnePlus require, you can, you have a setting for required attention. Same thing with Galaxy. Why? With all the hardware and all the radar and all the stuff that's here, why is it a problem with the Pixel is the question. Yeah, indeed.
All right, well, I mean, I didn't know that, so it's good to get that piece of info in here. Um, okay, so everybody out there listening and uh, watching this particular podcast, look forward to more Pixel 4 coverage and everything else that Google announced on stage, obviously. Um, you know, Stadia is on its way. We're going to see how that is on the Pixel 4. Uh, but yeah, with all of that happening, Jaime is going to start his reviews. I'm going to be on my way back from Japan and hopefully get on get right onto the phone the moment I get home anyway. Uh, but yeah, you can look forward to content from the both of us. All of our links are in the description down below. So don't don't forget to follow Jaime everywhere, myself everywhere, and of course, Pocket Now everywhere. Um, all right, great to have Jaime back on the show. So uh, next week we'll reconnect and Finally. yeah, <laughs> it's been a bit. <laughs> so I know. we'll reconnect afterwards and maybe we'll have even more to say about Google's latest phone. But for now, we'll go ahead and see you in our next episode.